there, comrades. Welcome to a special Punk in Drublick episode of the new and improved Dying Scene Radio. Although I guess Punk in Brew is what they called it at our stop at Huntington Beach Yep, for some reason. It was explained to me, but I forgot. Uh, with me, as always, is me, amigo Bob. Say hola, Bob. Hola. <laughs> Just not howdy, I guess. Not howdy. All right. I'm learning the intricacies of Bob. <laughs> Uh, so, Whittle Bobby and I went down to Huntington Beach last weekend to cover the Beer and Music Festival, yep. uh, Punk and Brew. It wasn't called Punk and Drublick because what we heard was the city of Huntington Beach would not allow him to call it that for whatever reason. Well, that makes perfect sense. That's Ugh. your tax dollars at work, yeah. folks. They, they protected and served us. They're too hoity-toity for uh, Drublick. I guess so. Um, but there were a lot of punks that were in Drublick mm-hmm. that yes. day. Indeed. Uh, we had our fair share of, of free beer. There was a free beer tasting for the first four, three, four hours. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. We said over 100 breweries. Yeah. I don't know was, if it seemed like it was over 100 or not, but it was a shit ton. It seemed like it was more were, than enough. It was enough to make sure that the lines weren't too long no. or excessive. Uh, you know, they were mostly accessible uh, in and out relatively quickly. Any quickly. line that seemed like it was going to be over a minute, we skipped. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You're going for uh, quantity, yes. not quality, really. Yes, exactly. Although most of the beers that we had were pretty high quality beers. I would agree. And you're a little bit more of an aficionado than me, so you Indeed can probably speak to that better than me. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I was asking everybody if they had a PBR or, or Miller Lite <laughs> or some kind of garbage and they you looked at me sideways. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the beer was good. What, what were some of the ones that we liked? Um, so uh, there was a, a few really good beers we had. I mean, of course, there are um, the California favorites or some of my favorites. Uh, Green Flash Brewery was there. Um, I always love their beer. Uh, Ballast Point was there. Um, they always have, have uh, really good beer. They had an unfiltered sculpt in there that I really enjoyed. You're speaking a different language. Right. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Taps Fish House was a brewery that I had never had before, and I got a red ale from there uh, that I thought was really, really good. Um, apparently, there's a few of those out here in Southern California, um, mm-hmm. in like Covina or something, and a few other places. So check out Taps Fish House if you're in the SoCal area, uh, South Los the, Angeles. The one I liked was uh, Moose Semen or something like that? Yeah, that was Moose Jizz. Oh, yeah. No, that was uh, from Montana, uh, Big Sky Brewery, and they had Moose Nuck... No, Moose Drool. <laughs> Most yes. said moose knuckle. Pardon me. Um, that was moose drool, and that was a uh, a brown ale. Yes, that's um, good. And another really good one that surprised me was called Novo Brazil, which is uh, south of San Diego, just a little bit uh, uh, southeast of San Diego from uh, Chula Vista. Um, so Novo Brazil, they had some good beers. The one I had that I really was surprised by that I didn't know if I would like or not, but I got it anyways because it was free. <laughs> and you got to. We had gone by there three times already was um, their Mango IPA. So yep. oh, um, if you were near any of those breweries, go and, and check them out and uh, give them some love. But yeah, there was tons of breweries um, yeah. just lined up. And we got a free buzz on before we even had to buy the first beer. We already had a little I bit of I think I spent one beer, uh, one beer, I think I spent $10 and bought one beer the well, whole yeah. day because I was getting free beer. It's a good thing mm-hmm. at that price. Yep. And they were just regular little cups, huh? Yeah. Right. So for the price of a ticket, which what, started out at 50 bucks? Uh, yeah, something. 
Yeah, um, parking, which was what, $15 split between the two of us, and then uh, $10 for my beer. I think I ended up spending, well, I mean, you know, we get free <laughs> tickets, but uh, I think I spent like $25 the yeah, whole day. Not bad. Not bad at all, man. Yeah, I, uh, we were, you know, we had a little bit of work to do while we were there, but uh, while you were taking photos of the first band, I went off to go get some free beer really quick and get my bus on. <laughs> I abandoned ship, and uh, <laughs> before I knew it, I was just trying to take them all down as quickly as I could, and uh, yeah. uh, all of a sudden, like, 20 minutes have had passed, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking getting hammered quick. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And well, speaking of work, I, we've got to actually do a podcast. Oh, we can't right. just sit around talking about beer the whole time. I mean, but that was the point of the festival. Oh, no. We'll get back into it, I'm sure. A <laughs> uh, little bit of house cleaning first. Uh, our intro song today uh, was from the local Orange County natives. Actually, okay. they didn't have to drive very far when they uh, opened at the Punk in Brew Fest. Um, the OC natives ignite with Know Your History from the 2006 LP, Our Darkest Days. The one good thing about these special episodes is we get to play some older music, yes. even though Dave's skin is falling. <laughs> it's, it's good. You know, we always like to play, play some better known songs. Yeah, we like to always find emerging artists and up and coming um, bands and everything, but it is always kind of fun to play some music that Absolutely. you're used to. And we're going to have a lot of old stuff this episode. Yes. I'm going back to our roots. Hopefully you will uh, enjoy. But I think they even opened with that song, if I'm not mistaken. Again, like I said, I, I like you said, I was working while you, you were, were working. chugging beer. I was looking for beer. Uh, but we got some pictures up on Instagram uh -huh. also, so get over there and check that out, at Dying Scene. Um, so what were your favorite things about the, the festival, other than the free beer? What did you see? I know we kind of split up there for a little bit, and you kind of got stuck in the backstage area. Anything cool going on back there? Um, I mean, everybody's just hanging out with the, the family and kids. There was uh, some free beer back there. There were security guards trying to boot everybody out who didn't have backstage passes, which included us and all the other media and everybody else. The red um, shirts. Yeah, so, I mean, essentially, I felt like a... Uh, you know, 18-year-old who had snuck into a bar just trying to avoid security, running around uh, all, all day when I'd see him, I'd duck and hop and, you know, find somewhere else to go really quick. It was uh, it was awesome, but, uh, you know, nothing too interesting going on backstage other than just seeing everybody back there um, and, uh, you know, um, seeing... Uh, Mike uh, Herrera from MXPX Goldfinger, seeing John from Goldfinger, Melvin uh, from No Effects, um, and all the guys from all the other bands. Yeah, and that that's what I was going to say was kind of my favorite part. You know, they had their families out there, yeah. they were kind of uh -huh. just hanging out in a little area with yeah. all the bands that you kind of grew yep. up with, and it was pretty chill back then. Yeah. You know, everybody was just kind of doing their own thing, like a family their own day. business. Yeah, bunch of kids running cool. around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and speaking of the VIP access that we didn't get, even though we were supposed to be media, I said earlier that Ignite opened, and actually they didn't. Hilltop Rats yes. opened on the VIP uh -huh. stage, which we didn't have access to. So I didn't get pictures of them, even though I promised them I would. Sorry, guys. You guys are going to have to come back through LA. Yes. Fuck Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> there goes our listenership. Uh uh, yeah, so um, other than that, everything went pretty smoothly. Yeah. You know, after we got in and got settled, uh, everything went pretty well, surprisingly, for yeah. one of these little tours that, you know, are kind of like a one-shot. Man, it was really crowded, though, I have to say. It just, it filled up, and then it filled up quick, and then it filled up even more, <laughs> and then it was it just, it, people kept coming in, yeah. man. 
um, when I thought it was the fence down <laughs> and then they tore the fence down. That wasn't the weirdest thing I saw of the day, but that was probably the coolest thing that I saw of the day. Yeah. And, uh, when, uh, what was it? When, um, bad religion was playing, the fence got torn down. Yeah. Um, the fence that was blocking everybody off from, uh, you know, the rest of the world, from the actual beach, it was right on the beach. The oh yeah. Thing separating the us waves from the waves. were about 30 yeah, feet away or that little fence that they <laughs> threw up. Yeah, but uh, oddly enough, you know, only a few people, as the fence got torn down, only a few people rushed through and, and pushed it, and security couldn't really do anything. Um, and uh, at any rate, um, nobody really came in. There was nowhere to go. No, so everybody yeah. just stood there they and watched and enjoyed and watched the band. From afar. I mean, what else would you do? You're only going to be five feet closer. So everybody just kind of stood there. And it was funny watching security rush to get it back up, even though nobody <laughs> was coming in. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but. Uh, saw a few uh, guys and gals just peeing on random things, but that's to be expected. Well, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty sedate crowd. There yeah. wasn't very many... I didn't see any fights or any kind uh-uh. of ornery folks. There was nope. obviously, you know, a pretty aggressive pit most of the day, but... In the sand. That was right. the weirdest thing I saw of the day. <laughs> so the stage was actually on the sand on the beach. That's how the waves were 30 feet away. Yes. Um, I'm still emptying sand out of my shoes. Dude, it was, uh, it was awful. There's sand all over my car from this as well. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know how those motherfuckers were pitting all day. I mean, yeah. there was uh, a dust storm coming up from the pit, you know, well into the evening. Um, and whoever was in that pit uh, must have had freaking ripped calves the next calves day. calves had to be sore. Absolutely. Mine were sore, but I'm out of shape. Yeah. It's um, crazy. Yeah. So the real uh, disappointment, I guess, of the day was finding out that Guttermouth wasn't going to play uh, maybe a day, maybe two days two before. Two days before, yeah. Um, and I don't know if they were replaced by, but Faulkner actually played um, Who? a set. Faulkner. Um, it's kind of an odd choice. Uh, it, they didn't really fit in. It's kind of an alternative rock, synth rock. Uh, nothing against it. It's fine music. It just kind of didn't fit in uh, with the crowd. Yeah. So uh, it was that like was a little 80s, bit of an odd like choice. Pesh mode or something. Yeah, it was a little odd. But uh, I'm sure they're fine young gentlemen. I did not happen to catch their set because we were trying to catch up with Hilltop Rats. Yep. But uh, yeah, really good time down at Bolsa Chica State Park down in Orange County. Uh, I'm not a fan of the OC, but <laughs> that was a really nice beach. And yeah. the whole setup was relatively convenient in yeah. and out. You know, there were some people tripping over themselves. So pretty cool. Yeah, not too hot out. And uh, once that sunset, it actually got a little bit chilly. <laughs> got a little chilly for little Bob. Yeah. Dude, you requested me to come bring you your jackets. So you <laughs> shut your mouth. I'm old. You though. shut your whore mouth. I have to have my old man sweater. <laughs> was there anything weird you saw that day? No. That, really, the weirdest thing is that there was not uh, more uh, aggressive drunk people. Okay. I was very shocked by that. Very good. What was, uh, what was the best part of your day? Uh, best part of my day was always seeing no effects in bad religion. Okay. You can't, any day that you get to see a live performance by bad religion and no effects, that's gotta be the highlight of yeah. it, right? I, I mean, I honestly had a fun time hanging out with Hilltop Rats. Yeah. They I were think that cool was probably too. the best part of my day. Really cool guys. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, interview coming up after our next block of music, yeah. which brings me to that. Uh, D.I. is going to be our first band. Uh, very surprising performance by them. Uh, they've obviously been around in the scene since the mid-80s, so mm-hmm. they've been doing it for a long time. 
and they really made it look like they had very yeah. professional set, very energetic, even very for being older guys. Uh, and they opened with uh, OC Life from their <laughs> 1985 debut album, Ancient Artifacts. And that is what we're going to play right now. Hit it, Bob. All right.
That was Black Coffee from Less Than Jake. That one's from the album Pezcore. Uh, we didn't get to see Less Than Jake, but they did play at a couple of the stops for the A lot the of the stops, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Tacoma, Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? I there think was there that. were six stops. I think they played at like four yeah. of them or something. So, uh, obviously, you're disappointed. I know you love them. Yeah. But... They come through pretty often, right? Yep. We they, uh, I think they were there uh, at uh, Alex's bar in Long Beach maybe a week before. Dude. Yeah. It's like five minutes from your place. I didn't catch them. I think I had a show or was that a different show? Eh, it happens. Yeah. Too many things. <laughs> All right. Next up is Bad Cop, Bad Cop with Why Change a Thing. Uh, that's another band that we didn't get to catch, but they played pretty much every stop except for ours. Yeah. That uh, was a bummer. Ladies, we missed you. Jenny. Hey, we got to hang out with them backstage for a minute. Yeah, we did. So there's at least that as a consolation right? prize. They were there. They just didn't play a right? set. <laughs> so this is Why Change a Thing from their newest LP, Warriors. <laughs> And you're listening to Dancing Radio. Hey there, comrades. Today we're hanging with the guys from Hilltop Rats. We got Zach, Josh, Aaron, Justin, and Mike. Did I miss anybody? 
Probably nope. not, because I do Josh a lot of research. <laughs> TM Josh. The, the other Josh. Uh, we're hanging out uh, today at the Punk Punk in Drublick Fest here in sunny Huntington Beach, California. Punk, well, did we decide on a name they, for They it? had to call Punkin, this one Punk and Brew because Punkin apparently the city Brew. of Huntington Beach decided they couldn't have Punk and Drublick as like a festival name okay. because... They get weird here, and I guess they were afraid of riots or something. That's just what I heard. I mean, because riots have happened like a few months ago. Right? Yeah, it was kind of like a through the grapevine thing. I was like, street hazard. Yeah, yeah. So we're at the Pumpkin Brew. My apologies. uh, In Huntington Beach, Uh, you guys just finished up your set, uh, and uh, we managed to nab you for a quick interview. Uh, We're gonna sit down talk about a few things today. Um, Just wanted to say first off that. You guys are from Tacoma, Washington, right? We are. We got uh, one of our staff writers is up there on the southern side of your state, Carson Winter. He loves you guys. And he's actually seen you guys a few times uh, up there at local shows. Hey, Carson. It's the first time we got to catch you, so really stoked for that. Perfect, yeah. Have you guys met Carson? Have we? I don't know. Not that I know of. You're okay. not you're not missing anything. Okay, well hey, hey I mean Carson, next time you come see us, dude, be like, hey man. And I'll be like, I'm yo, dog. There you go. Let's drink a beer. So he was talking, uh, he had rave reviews of your uh set up at the Tacoma stop of the Punkin I guess it was Punkin Drublick up there. It so was it was Punkin Drublick there, yeah. that's right. Where was the bigger crowd? You guys have a decent crowd up there or down oh, here a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah, Tacoma up, was up there. Uh, Tacoma, our hometown came out for us like crazy. It was really insane to see that kind of response and just feel that kind of love from our hometown. It's like a little overwhelming. It, it was, was a, it was slightly overwhelming, but it was really fun, man. And, you know, just the fact that we even got to play one date on this tour was amazing. And, and we got invited to play a second one. And so we were just like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tacoma, like... Um, I mean, obviously Huntington is like a lot more bands and like a lot less time, you know. So at Tacoma, <laughs> they opened up the VIP gates at 12, the uh, normal gates at 1, just like here. But when, like, you know, you open up, you have to play right at 1. In Tacoma, like, we didn't have to play till like 2.30, so it was, yeah, you know, it, it was intense. It's crazy. And it's this fun. is a way bigger area for this festival, too. I mean, like, from the front gate, like, to the beer tasting, yeah. to the stage, like, yeah. There's there's a lot of ground to cover. A lot of room. I was like, damn, man. Yeah, I took I went to the box office once and I was like, nope, not again. <laughs> Get everything you need on that one trip. So t- tell me about the scene up there in the Pacific Pacific Northwest. I've never actually had a chance to get up there. Uh, Carson tells me good things, but yeah, it, it's good, man. Like it was uh, kind of stagnant for a while. Like I mean, obviously we didn't get a bunch of touring acts and stuff, so it's just like. A bunch of, like hardcore punk rockers basically just getting together and playing in basements and like bar like little bars like dive bars and stuff like that and like house venues and all that kind of stuff for a long time and then uh lately as of the past couple of years you know like touring bands started coming up like i think three years ago we played with there's like a lesson jake that came up and then like right after that like the next weekend we played with uh voodoo Gold schools and gutter mouth and it's just like <laughs> like wow like how do we get two touring punk acts in like one week in tacoma like that is not, well, not mean, heard of. Yeah, you know? I mean, Tacoma versus the Northwest. Like, the Northwest has always had, like, a pretty good music scene. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's been a lot of people that come out there have been awesome. And, like, I mean, Pearl like... Jam! <laughs> shut up, Crandall. <laughs> Sorry, that was Teddy Crandall. Better. Anyway. Um, you know, Teddy punk better. rock is really awesome in the Northwest, man. There's there's a lot of good bands coming out of Seattle. There's a lot of good bands coming out of Tacoma. And it's just, you know, we don't, we don't get a lot of play these days, you know? Like, everybody's yeah. focused on, like, SoCal and East Coast stuff, and which yeah. is fine. Like, I mean, and there's a lot of great bands that come out everywhere. Our homies Noise, they're from Tacoma. Yeah, exactly. 
like we love them uh success they're from seattle they're yeah. fucking awesome you know um, success is really getting some traction yeah, like, lately i mean like temple drunk does a bunch of stuff temple drunk from tacoma yeah reinstated is is probably my favorite newest band i'd yeah. say right now i try and Those put guys them on every single really bill cool. that we yeah, do exactly and then uh head honcho head honcho yes yeah. absolutely nice they so, rip there's a bunch of like good upcoming punk rock in tacoma which is like very refreshing like people are getting like very refined and actually doing it and wanting to do it and just not I don't know. It's been just us getting drunk in basements and doing stuff, and now Northwest is actually getting a good scene, yeah. and it's cool because it's drawing in like local acts. Like uh, No Effects played in Seattle uh, like last November, and that was like the first time in how many years? Like, yeah, place. Uh, I don't know. Forever? Since like, I went seven? and saw them at the King Cat, I guess. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. Save you a trip at least. Uh, so you guys were added kind of late to the lineup for the Huntington Beach leg. We, we of were this. actually uh, not. So we were actually invited to play this show when the Tacoma Punk and Drublic happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like so, um, Fat Mike invited us to play the show when that happened, Sweet. and him and John um, Reese. Him and John Reese. Yeah. And so it was kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, we want you guys to come down and play. And there's, you know, a couple weeks of emails and stuff like that in order yeah. to like figuring out, you know, what was going on and stuff like that. But yeah, um, we weren't allowed to announce it. For we a weren't while allowed to announce anything or say anything about it. You know, it was, so back and um, forth. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of you know stuff that's come out with the festival where you know they were like, oh, these bands are playing, these bands aren't playing. There's been stage time changes. There's been stage changes. There's been you know all this other kind of stuff. So, you know, they asked us to play on the first Tacoma Punky Drublick thing. So. So you guys had ample notice. You guys didn't have to book it down at oh, the last minute. No, we, we already yeah. knew. We, had, we yeah. yeah. Just weren't allowed to talk. About yeah, the hardest yeah. part was not being able to like say anything about it. Like, oh yeah, that, that was pretty hard. Actually. Can you guys say anything about Guttermouth not playing today? You know, we have no idea why that happened. I mean, honestly, um, we've gotten no word from anyone in production or anything like that. Pretty much like. When we got asked to play the show, like I said, it was during the first Punk and Drublic that happened, and mm -hmm. so we were, we, we were psyched to play with them. Yeah, we've opened yeah. up for them a couple like of times. Like I said earlier, we opened yeah. up for Gutter Yeah, Mouth yeah, before. I mean, we, we have no idea what happened or Fucking what Mark went on or anything. Mark shaved my head on stage. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more about that. <laughs> right? Dude, so it's it pretty funny, man. Like, um, one of my favorite songs off Musical Monkey, they started playing it, and I was like, Oh shit! And I just ran and like I was in the back by our merch booth. I just like ran and jumped on top of people's shoulders and started crawling and grabbing cross people. And then I just got and like all of a sudden they like came to like a pause and it stopped. And that pause isn't in the song normally. And I was like, oh fuck! <laughs> and people just grabbed me and like threw me on stage. I'm just standing like a jackass. It's like, uh. And Mark just looks at me. And goes the fuck you doing? I'm like waiting on you so I can stage dive. <laughs> and he's like, Elsie is like. Snaps and like looks at the merch beard. Like I've been shaving people's heads like the yeah. whole tour, and I'm just like, oh man. Yeah. At the time, I had like this big beard, oh, which no. I didn't even like. I just, I don't know. I wasn't ready to like shave and start committing and all that stuff. <laughs> so like, I was like, dude, just shave my fucking head. And he's like, started buzzing the back of my head. And once he started playing, I fucking just staged up and they talked shit. They're like, why didn't you fucking stage? <laughs> Pussy. No, we're actually like huge gutter mouth fans. We were like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't? Yeah, I was a little disappointed when I found out they weren't going to play, but yeah, Everybody there's was. still still plenty of great great acts here. Um, so you guys just released, uh, well, I guess not just released, but you just um, put out an eight-track EP, Endless Summer. Yeah. Uh, is yep. that still technically an EP? What's the cutoff for an EP you versus know, an we LP? Don't even I don't know. even know. So, uh, 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 minutes. Is that the line? Are you bullshitting? No, I'm making it up. <laughs> <laughs> totally making it up. From here on forward, if your album is Yeah, we're not over even sure. Minutes. We pretty much were like... You know, we talked to Felony and they were like, yeah, we want to put out a record for you. And we were like, great, we have, you know, X amount of songs that we're ready to do. And they're like, all right, great, let's do it. 
So we went to the studio and we banged out, you know, the best songs that we had done already. And yeah. then it was like, all right, we got eight songs. Like, here we go. Speaking of studio time, where do you guys record most of the time? The last time we recorded, actually, for the record was at Soundhouse in Seattle. Um, when yeah. we do everything we else did, outside of that, we well, do... we did a bunch of pre-production with Jesse O'Donnell yeah, and yeah. Noise. That's where we norm, like record all our other stuff, like, throughout, throughout the year. Autopsy room. Even, like, throughout the years, all our old bands, that's how we've always done it. But right. Jesse time, O'Donnell in Tacoma, he uh, plays guitar for Noise. He's one of the best audio engineers ever. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. I recorded my first band when I was 17. What band was that? 540. Where can we find that? No. You actually can't. There's a tape no? floating around the world. There's a tape. <laughs> it's old as shit. It, it could be a But he, we had guitar amps at his dad's used car dealership in the back seat of Honda's, mic'd up. Like that's, that's how you, that's that's how how you know it's good. <laughs> and how does, how was that acoustically? It's probably the best record you ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. But yeah, so this last one we ran into the studio, and um, Josh Garcia, he uh, works at Motor Studios and all that. He he flew up, we flew him up, and he hung out with us and did our did our record. Was, so that was our first time. That was our first professional experience, like having some dude, and he's like, how much do you want me to be in? How much do you want me to be out? And I was like, I want you in 100%. And he's like, <laughs> right. he goes, you mean you want me to yell and scream at you and hate each other at the end? I was like, yes! yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> gotta learn how it goes. Did you totally. get to that point? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Like, no I totally got to that point. We like, have this video clip of me and Aaron just being frustrated and, like, leaving from the studio. There was a bar right across the street. Yeah. Like, the worst shithole oh, you've ever seen in your life. The watering hole. That's literally what it was called. <laughs> And we just walked across the street and was like, fuck this. Like, let's go over there. We sat there and, like, canned a couple shots and just like, all right, sounds good. We're going to go back over now. And, like, everything was calm when we got back there. All right. And let's retake. It's funny, though, because we learned a ton from him, you know. And we were talking about it, like, earlier uh, in another interview. And um, we were talking about how, like, when we were recording, Josh kept yelling at me. He's like, quit playing your bass like a fucking guitar player. Like, he's kept yelling at me for, like, five days of this. I'm like, dude, I don't know how. What does that even mean? I don't know, but... He plays like a guitar but, He does. He does. What are you like? Oh, but now... Like guitar you walking all I, over the Well, I was originally bass, but now I'm lead guitar. Oh, okay. And now he, we got Justin <laughs> playing bass, so... Yes. <laughs> and he's way better than me at it, so... It's very true. Now I get I it. I less like, notes. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the groove. And we groove, love dude. you for it. <laughs> so do you guys have anything new coming up? Uh, well, we've been doing a lot of writing, actually. Uh, since yeah. we got Justin in the band, we've really kind of cracked down and... Um, started writing new material. I mean, we, we do have a, some unreleased songs and stuff like that. Um, we're kind of trying to compile and get ready like this winter, like, you know, next like springtime, we definitely want to do a new release, whether it be an album, seven inch, like, you know, another EP or something like that. Like under we, 30 minutes. Under, under 30, 30 minutes, minutes, exactly, yeah. So um, we, we have a bunch of stuff we've been working on, but I think this winter we're really gonna, you know, hunker down and kind of just do that thing, so. Yeah, yeah, the writing train's been going like really smooth, so. Really smooth, Don't want to. Yeah. Don't want to stop it while it's good. That doesn't yeah, always happen. Yeah. Is the under 30 we minutes... We can't miss the Raiders games on Sunday. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Is the under 30 minutes actually a thing you guys have where you want to keep your albums less than that? No, to keep... I made that up. No, that's, <laughs> that's literally just <laughs> Crandall talking shit. That's all that is. Which yeah. is a good rule of thumb. I mean, you want to keep people interested, right? I suppose, yeah. It's like your set list, man. Like, yeah. play 20, 25 minutes, exactly. keep it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Keep people wanting more, you yeah. know? Exactly. I mean, play a banger and then get off the stage, like, exactly. you know? Yep. And with punk music, you can still come up with an LP for that long. Yeah, you can have 12 yeah. songs yeah, out of it. <laughs> that's, that's over 30 minutes. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> so you guys got to get to work on that. Well, we'll see you in five years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good to know. You know, it gives us something to look forward to. You sure, know, we sure. know you're working on new stuff. We know to keep an yeah, eye absolutely. out for it in 2018. Uh, <laughs> if we if we survive 2017, of course. We'll see what happens. Yeah, hopefully. Um, okay, now's my favorite part. The, usually this is what everybody fucking hates, and I'm still trying to come up with a name for this segment. Uh, eight eight rapid-fire bullshit questions. Uh, I was thinking of calling it the Dying Scene Radio Adio because it's four. Get it? Radio Adio? No? All right. Fuck it. All right. So these questions really have nothing to do with anything. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever you guys want. Uh, Okay. uh, What is your favorite venue to play? Wally's House of Booze, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Mini Corn Dog Bites, man. Mini Corn Dog Bites. That's a great answer. I love that. If there were a mascot for the Hilltop Rats. What would it be? Juice. Juice! The juice! Juice is loose, baby. Uh, yeah, juice. The juice. Juice Cabrera. Uh, he just played fill and drums for uh, Flag on Fire on the last tour we did. Uh, he lives in Ventura. He's fucking amazing. He's our sixth member. He's our sixth member. I honestly thought you guys were talking about O.J. Simpson. No, not not O.J. No, oh, no, no. That juice. would be a yeah, cool yeah. mascot, Context. too. No, yeah. Context. Juice is yeah, our mascot, sixth well. member. Josh, our TM, is actually a seventh me- member. Right. What? We have like 13 members. Yeah. Juice is the same. We're working on the horn section. Keep things fresh. (laughs) What is your favorite non punk act? TLC. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt right now. TLC, there it is, yeah. I'm wearing the shirt right now. TLC. I would just like to say you should never go chasing waterfalls. And please stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. And I don't want no scrubs. (laughs) That is uh, sage advice from the Hilltop Rats. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Uh, What is the worst job you ever had? Well, I used to work at a porno warehouse, so that was pretty intense. Actually, yeah, I lived in Costa Mesa at the time. <laughs> and uh, I worked in Fountain Valley at this like porno warehouse, yeah. No, it was like, do you guys remember uh, before Netflix? Well, right when Netflix started, it was like you only got them in the mail. Yeah. So I worked yeah. for this company that was a porno company that did porno DVD shipping, you know? So people would, like order them online and then they like mail it to your house. <laughs> That was the worst job I've ever had in my fucking life. Why? What was the worst? Oh man. Okay. There's a couple things that were really, really bothersome. So I was keep in mind I was like 20 years old at the time, and uh, everyone else I worked at at this place was like in their 40s and just like super fucking creepy. We found this job on Craigslist, so it was like, oh, we need a job. We live in Southern California. Like we need to pay this rent. It's like we're gonna take the first one we get. All right, warehouse job, shipping and receiving. All right, perfect. We show up to the interview. Yeah, so we do porno. And I was like, okay, whatever. Who cares? That's fine. You know, a week into the job, I'm like, everyone that works here is fucking insane. I'm like, these guys are like in their 40s working here. I swear to God, half the dudes that work there lived in their mom's basement still. I was like, what is going on? It was super weird. Super weird. Hey, Zach, can I ask you a question? Yeah, Crandall, you may. What's the best porno movie name that you came across working there? Uh, the best porno movie name that I can remember from working there was Lord of the G-Strings. That's and, terrible. You got well, better. I mean, that's... that's. <laughs> you got better. There was Porn Wars. There was uh, Oops, I Gaped Again. See, there that's was, better. Come on. Come um, that is better. <laughs> what, oh, God. All right. What, what else on. is there? There was uh, Extreme Penetrations number nine. I mean, everything had a number. Yeah. I mean, it was like everything was in yet? a series. Like... <laughs> So, I don't know, it was really weird. The worst part that happened, though, is because I was, I was really late to work one day. Me and my roommate used to drink a lot, and so we'd be really late to work. And, uh, 
well, yeah, uh, at the time we were really late to work and then uh, the manager is like, all right, you guys are 20 minutes late. So uh, we're gonna put you on filing today. And I was like, all right, that's cool. I didn't know that it was filing DVD covers. So like, you know, they ship them out in like a box. You don't get the whole like DVD case or whatever. So we had to file all these covers from DVDs that was all like just the worst like gay porn you've ever seen in your life. I mean, I'm talking. It's not the worst. What's the best gay porn? No, I mean like. (laughs) Best gay porn? All right, I'm gonna tell you this, man. Like, uh, the 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 weirdest thing I saw was like it was this bear and bear cub video cover. Yeah. But like, the dude had a vagina and he was like a big bear guy awesome. and then the other guy was like yeah i'm gonna fuck you with my dick and i was like oh man like i'm hung over as fuck filing this at 9 45 in the morning i'm like <laughs> rolling through this filing cabinet like jesus christ dude. where do i look up bear dicks yeah i mean like hey man if that's your thing i'm into it but i'm just like i'm fucking hung over it's 9 45 like i'm just trying to get out of here and collect my fucking paycheck like jesus christ dude it was rough it was rough that, that question yeah. really took us down a rabbit hole yeah. all right hey sorry i was just saying the same thing hey i i, 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 I like i said i've had a couple drinks you put the mic in front of me now i'm telling stories this is great so much for rapid fire all right let's skip a few questions yeah we can the the gay porn question was yeah we can edit that stuff uh, out later right what is the favorite what's one of your favorite places to stop or eat when you're out on tour in and out yeah fuck yeah sizzle pie too yeah what is sizzle pie Sizzle Pie is like a uh, metal and punk rock style pizza place throughout Portland, and then we just got one up in Seattle. Oh, thank you. Uh, so we just got one up in Seattle, and normally we go down to Portland, my routine is I just get really drunk and order Sizzle Pie and pass out in the back of the van with a bunch of Sizzle Pie on top of me and wake up and eat it later. But last time, I went to Wenatchee and threw it up all over the front of the van because I ordered a breakfast pizza, the Patrick Swayze. Red Dawn <laughs> and scrambled eggs all over and ate it three hours later and passed back out and you know a couple shots of rumble mints and see you later. Sizzle pie actually sounds better than In and Out in my opinion. Sizzle pie is awesome. Everybody loves pizza. Yeah. What is your least favorite genre of music? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I will, is I will totally agree. Pearl Jam is a genre and I don't like it. It's a great answer. All right. <laughs> So we are here at the um, Punk and Brew Festival, beer festival, beer and yes. music festival. If uh, Hilltop Rats had a beer named after him, what would it be called? Dude, the Brass Monkey, Jay man. Pussy. Or the Jay Pussy, one Jay of the two. Pussy? We actually talked about this earlier. Uh, all these bands are coming out, they got all these beers, and we just want to bottle 40s of Brass Monkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of breweries up in like the Tacoma area. Oh, yeah, no, there's a ton. It's like way growing. Like, uh, I work at a punk rock, like, bar and venue called the Valley Pub and it's like in the middle of nowhere next to casino right next to the homeless shelter and we have a brewery like train station yeah train station everything's there all the all the hood shit the bus station the bus station but uh no it's like a brewery right there like there's like what like 20 breweries now in Tacoma and before there's like Rainier beer that's it. <laughs> I think you guys gotta make the brass monkey happen. Yeah I think I think I so too man. I drink it. Uh, I mean, a bottle of brass smoking? Who doesn't want one? <laughs> drink it once. It, it, it comes in a 40, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much just the Steel Reserve 211 dumped in a can. Or a no, Mickey's, man. <laughs> or some, or some old E, like, 
Some Mickey's ice. S dog. Some bad memories on 211. I can't of go course. back down that rabbit hole. 211's horrible. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. That's it. I'm not going to bug you guys anymore. Thanks for spending hey, some time. We've been with having us. a great time, man. Um, glad you guys were uh, able to make it down here to yeah. this leg. Yeah. Really yeah. excited to see you guys. We never really make it up to the Pacific Northwest. So well, you should awesome sometime. Time. I know, so we need to. They wouldn't, let us, they wouldn't let us in the photo pit for whatever hey, fucking reason. Carson, yeah. So is, Car is it Carson Daly that's up there? Carson Winter. <laughs> no, Winter. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I was right. looking for Carson Daly. That's I know, where I right? fucked up, yeah. <laughs> he looks Y'all way different. Out, <laughs> uh, so we're going to play out with, uh, you guys want to play something from the new EP? I mean, yeah, let's do it. Name the song. We'll spin it. Uh, which one do you guys want to do? I'm thinking... The new one that's not recorded. Oh, oh, really? That's a good one. Crandall? That's yeah. a good one. Very cool. Let's do... Um, get fucked. Get, get fucked. fucked, yeah. Let's do that. All right. That's this next good. one's that's Get Fucked. Party. You heard the man, Bob. Get fucked! Nobody wants you around. Your word is worth shit around town. Dragging us down. summer that was get fucked by our new best friends hilltop rats yeah how about those guys uh, they were awesome man like i said that was my favorite part of the day hanging out with them they were super nice super humble um i hadn't heard of them before they were thrown onto the show um so i checked out a few songs of theirs before the show they're great um very energetic punk band um they got a poppy element to them but they're a lot of fun um definitely check out their new album that they released uh it's not a full-length album is it no they said well, on there was no yeah that's what we were saying songs. in the interview it's like a, it's but an I feel EP, like eight, but right on the border of an lp that's, i feel like I eight songs is a full album right where's the line right i, I think it's a time thing more than a count. i have no idea I don't either. I think I read that somewhere. Anyways, they're really fun to hang out with. They yeah. were hilarious guys. Uh, the best thing that I like is that, you know, in addition to playing great music, they're also really cool guys, yeah. like you said. Yep. You know, they're really laid back and just want to have a good time. They We ended up hanging out with them after for yeah. a little bit. And they're with uh, Felony Records, and Ron was there yeah. hanging out. Ron was a really cool dude. That was nice to meet him. A lot of the Felony guys there. There's yeah. a, a, a couple photographers there, lots of uh, PR, Felony yeah. PR guys. It's Bad Cop, Bad Cop. With felony? No, they're okay. on fat. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. 
But they're always around. You know, they're here local to Los okay. Angeles and they're always at shows. So yeah. everybody just kind of hangs out. Yeah. That's, again, kind of what I like about the scene here is that you get to know people, even though mm-hmm. it's a large city and, you know, you even throw in Orange County. You know, you, you get those same groups of people that become familiar and right. you see them and you wave at yeah. them. And that that even extends to people in bands because there's so many people in bands that live here that want to go out and see right. punk bands. Yeah. So you're kind of elbow to elbow with you know, people in, in other punk bands. Yeah. So that, that's that's the thing I love most about that's the how, scene. Yeah, life. that's how it's been. I remember when we went to go see Pairs, everybody was there. Yeah. Um, was it the bass player from Strung Out was there hanging out? Uh, one of the dudes from Circle Jerks, one of the guys from Bad Religion. And Yeah, Greg Hetson's always out at shows. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't know if I've been to a show where he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's awesome, though, that he still does that. Yeah, really cool. Uh, so, on with the show. We've got more interviews. Bob, uh, a busy man. Uh, first up, though, we're going to head into our next block of music with the Dickies. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, the front man, Leonard Graves, wasn't there. They said yeah, he was what was up with that? Uh, car issues, or he got lost. Oh, uh, wow. There's mixed stories, but either way, he wasn't sketchy. there. Right. Uh, so they had uh, a couple different people come yeah. in and, and fill in uh, for his empty shoes. Uh, Casey Royer from uh, DI came in and, and covered a, a couple songs. Okay. Um, and then there was, uh, I forget the, the lady's name, there was a, a woman that they brought in, and I, she didn't sound familiar. I don't know if she's in a band or not. Uh, she played a couple songs with them. And then uh, Fat Mike uh, nice. actually opened, uh, and he covered Manny Moe and Jack, which sounds like a pretty good one to throw on right yeah. now. This one's from the 1979 debut album, Dawn of the Dickies. Oh, 
That was the Dickies with Manny Moe and Jack. Awesome. You can never go wrong with the Dickies, right? I guess. I guess unless you're really overtly PC. Or unless Lenny doesn't show up for the show. Well, I'm sure he has a good excuse. (laughs) It was awesome that everybody filled in that. Yeah, teamwork. That's what the scene's all about. Next up is Get Dead with No High Road from the EP Bygones. How you doing, man? Hi. We're backstage here at Punkin' Trublick, looking at all these fancy trailers. It's like we're in a trailer park. <laughs> it's <laughs> right? awesome. Dude, thanks for doing this last-minute interview with me. Dude, you guys are back this year with a new album, a whole new lineup. What's this like for you? 
Um, well, our old drummer's actually here tonight. It Is was he? cool talking awesome. to him. But um, I, I feel like I'm lucky in this spot that I produce so many amazing groups right. that I can kind of pick and choose if we have a one-off. A lot of the guys in my old band and a lot of guys I tour with are on tour with their other bands, like Cyrus from Newfound Glory is on yeah. tour, so he can't be here. So yeah. I'm producing a band called The Fever, and I got their drummer for tonight. And lucky enough to have Mike from MXPX for the last like almost 10 years have been touring with us. Hell Fuck, yeah. It's awesome, dude. Do you guys feel like you're becoming a super group now? adding in all these different members every once in a while I look over and I'm like when I see like Phil from Story of the Year and Cyrus from Newfound and right. Mike from MXPX I'm like dude this is like a dream that all these bands I toured with you know 30, 20 years ago right. were on stage together like it's just like this accumulation of it's just really good that's gotta be very exciting um, the new album that came out remind me of the name of it one more time The Knife The Knife so yes. I've been listening to The Knife all week this week um, I picked it up early in the year it came out in June was it or July it was summer yeah okay awesome so that album feels a little bit different to me. Is this an album that like you've been kind of waiting to make? It seems like it's slowed down a little bit, but it's got more groove to it. Well, you know, like your first album, you've got your whole life to make because yes. you're kind of writing songs since you're a kid right. and you make your first album like I did in 1994. And then we took a break for 10 years. Yeah. And so that 10-year break... I wrote a bunch of songs through all that 10 years. So it was sort of like our first record again. Right. We're, all, we're ultimately, we were like, we had a bunch of time, you know, to make the best songs ever. I was trying to give you a high five <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah, it really, it's got such a great feel to it. And it had been like nine or 10 years since you guys released an album. Yeah. And again, like I said, it feels like it just went into a different direction. I really dig it. Um, I'm into it. So you guys had a lot of time to write those songs. I knew you had written some of the songs and mentioned you had recorded some songs. Are some of those songs on this album that you had recorded with your previous drummer? Yeah. Um, Beacon, Liftoff. Uh, there's probably like three uh, See You Around those three I had written okay. and then when I started writing Million Miles was the first song I wrote for the record proper and then I just dug in and every other song came after Million Miles which is why I put it first because yeah. it was the first song to make me want to do you know yeah. want to do a record awesome great um, so the last time I saw you guys must have been Warped Tour two or three years ago have you guys been touring pretty extensively since I mean I'd imagine you've been busy with 30 shows this year which is a lot for me I mean so the album came out and that's why I figured you guys would gotta do some sort of tour for that right we will eventually <laughs> maybe we'll make a record then wait 10 years to do the tour of the record <laughs> you know what I mean I don't know what it's gonna be but yeah, yeah I don't know alright well I know you guys are going up really quick here let me throw you a, a few quick questions when you're out on the road what's your favorite snack earth bar I just had earth bar so I just had a smoothie alright earth bar going healthy on us super healthy <laughs> nice I mean I imagine that's got to give you energy when you're out on the road like this so that's good um, if you could play in any one of the other bands that are here tonight or maybe any other one bad religions bad religion awesome um, and let's see if there were uh, one band here that you could have uh, recorded that you haven't yet, who would that be? Who do you Bad Religion. With? Bad Religion. Bad Religion my, my, they're like my favorite band of all time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's it like to play with them after all these years? I mean, they're still we your played a, we played. A, we toured a lot with them back in right. the day, and they are my friends, and it's great. Does it change your appreciation of their music at all? I mean, not with these, these guys are real people. Sometimes I meet my heroes, and they're not the best people, right. and that gets a bit of a, a bum out. These guys are amazing. Yeah. So... Cool. It's great with these guys. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. You know what? I know you got to go, so thank you so thank much you. for your time. I appreciate All right. it.
tortured souls But your souls, they seem to be done for Your bodies, they have waged wars So what gives them the right To take your life from you? Why do they all play God? Who said that is your job? It's time to get up, get up, get up Why don't you stand up, stand up, stand up It's time to get up, get up, get up Why don't you stand up, stand up It's time to start a fight I've heard it's a rat race And they race until they're dead Your pesticides commit homicide Slip their throats until they That one was from the LP Hello Destiny from Goldfinger, Get Up. That probably got the biggest rise out of the crowd from all of the songs that they played. There was a massive pit going for that one. I heard a lot of good songs from Goldfinger that, uh, that I was getting down to. Yeah, and so tell me about the interview. You just happened to catch him when he was on his way. Cause you, so here's the backstory. Bob, again, hung out backstage with pretty much all the punk icons while I went down and sweated my ass off in the Sandy photo. <laughs> I wouldn't say I hung out so much as I wandered aimlessly by myself and then awkwardly <laughs> yeah, clung to the hilltop rats when I saw them. But uh, again, they were just awesome guys. So. so you got stuck back there and you actually caught John Feldman on his way pretty much to the stage for, yep. for that quick little interview. So yep. you got a decent little amount there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they had asked um, one of our uh, guys with Dying Scene, I guess, at the Tacoma show to do an interview with Goldfinger that we weren't really prepped for. Um, and then you and I had hit them up seeing if we could get an interview and we just didn't hear back because they didn't get us the press passes to like two days before. Right. And uh, Goldfinger's um, PR wanted us to have the press, uh, the press passes ready um, so we could get everything lined up and it just kind of fell through. So I had sort of started putting things together for a Goldfinger interview. And then I'm like, this shit isn't going <laughs> to happen. And then, um, you know, I saw John there and I saw uh, Mike Carrera there. Um, their play, bass player, MXPX, um, and now Goldfinger. Um, and uh, so anyways, I'm like, well, I wonder if I can at least just get a station ID from one of them <laughs> or both of them. And, Very uh, industrious. Right? Um, and so, I mean, I got to do something to make it worth uh, our while. I got free passes to the show, for Christ's sakes. I just right. can't do nothing. I'd feel like right. a piece of shit. Um, so uh, at any rate... Um, I saw John and uh, I just said, Hey John, uh, my name is Bob. I'm with dying scene. We were supposed to get an interview lined up with you. And you know, I said it just like that. And I was about to say, would you mind if I get a station ID? But as soon as that came out of my mouth, I was supposed to get an interview with you. He said, let's do it right now. And they were like getting ready to go on (laughs) in like five or 10 minutes. Yeah. He's putting his tie on. Um, and someone's coming out with his coat and everybody's like moving towards the stage. And I'm like, seriously right now, like just completely thrown off guard. (laughs) Um, what a nice guy, what a cool dude, um, for him to just do that. And he was ready to go and in, in the mood, um, you know, to, uh, to just go back and forth a little bit with me so i really appreciated that from him um and i think that speaks volumes to the kind of guy that he is yeah absolutely taking a few minutes just to talk to somebody there yeah Yeah. and it wasn't even like oh i'm i'm busy i gotta go do something or 
you know, let me see if I can do it. He didn't even think about it. <laughs> he just said, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Um, and so uh, I tried to be respectful of his time and keep yeah. it short. Um, and I was not prepared at all, uh, but I pulled it together. <laughs> Way to go. Great yes. job. Thanks. Bob. Thank you. I'm glad because <laughs> I'm pretty useless when it comes to stuff like hey, that. Hey man, you were down in the pit and you got some great photos. I got a few. Yeah. Head on over to uh, our Instagram. What is our Instagram handle? <laughs> At dying scene. I know it's hard to remember, Bob. Yeah. At dying scene, check out some of those. Uh, If you could write it on my hand, I'd appreciate it. At dying scene on Instagram and check out some of the the photos AP got because he got some killer photos with people's heads chopped off (sighs) and you can't see their instruments or their legs. Mm. Just close up of, you know, fretboards. That's enough. Uh, all right. One of my favorite performances of the day, in addition to no effects and bad religion, of course, uh, strung out childhood. My whole childhood is wrapped up in, in strung out. Yeah, albums. Strung out was my first show. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fucking I think missed we them, talked man. about that. We actually. did. We yep. talked about it before, but I, yeah. I missed them at this show. I was backstage grabbing interviews. I was and... backstage drinking free beer. <laughs> All my new friends. <laughs> I tried to go on stage, but that didn't happen. Did not happen. <laughs> For uh, Strung Out set up. Strung Out's playing. I'm going to go on stage. Nope. <laughs> no. Better run before they kick me out. Well, Strung Out was actually, uh, uh, their momentum was killed a little bit because they were having some barricade issues. So there was a... 10, 15 minute gap in between songs, but, and I, and I can't rattle off the names of the songs because I was multitasking. Uh-huh. They definitely played uh, Firecracker, which is one of my favorites from uh, t- Teenage teenage Suburban Wasteland Blues. Yeah. And that is the worst album name ever. But it's such a <laughs> but one of the best albums, album. Right? Um, yeah, so I know they played a few from that. Uh, I know they were they played uh, Rebellion of the Snakes and a few more from Transmission Alpha Delta. Uh, but yeah, actually, the, the show after ours, the Concord Stop, I think it was, uh, the guitarist, Jake Kelly, he's, or Kylie, Jake mm-hmm. Kylie, uh, he's really demonstrative and he jumps around uh-huh. and he's just crazy on stage. He was slinging his guitar around doing, you know, trying to do yeah. punk rock. yeah. And the little guitar strap came undone, and it smacked the bass player, oh, uh, Chris Aiken, right in the head, right on stage. Oh, shit. And he kind of fell down for a little bit, grabbing his head, and he's, he's okay now, but man, he took a, a beating. <laughs> so it's not for the punk rock's not for the faint of heart. Kids. Yeah. You think it's all glitz and glamour up there on stage. Yeah. There's blood being spilled. <laughs> Uh, too funny. So in honor of that, let's play a song by Strung Out. Uh, they actually played this one there, too. One of my favorites, Bring Out Your Dead. Awesome. From the 1996 album Suburban Teenage Wasteland Blues. Hit it, Bob. All right. Bring out your dead 
Armageddon dot 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 this is hell from the first full-length album that they ever put out way back in 1982 that was actually the first release uh by Epitaph Records wow which they created pretty much just to put out their own albums that's awesome yeah there a little fun fact for you yeah since we're not doing any news I think that's great that uh Bad Religion and No Effects were headlining and they uh really ran uh and kept punk rock alive throughout uh the 90s oh yeah I mean even still to this day they are responsible for all the classic timeless albums um that uh that we know and love absolutely um I think that's awesome that was probably the the one of the best little blocks of bands right uh that last four sets goldfinger which i you know i wasn't really big into as a kid but you gotta respect you know mm-hmm. especially now yep. when it's like you said kind of like a super group right so you got goldfinger strung out bad religion and no effects to close out yeah. the show that's pretty stacked. only gutter mouth would have been there if only gutter mouth would have <sighs> been there you gotta get over that one <laughs> i'm not gonna get over it <laughs> So what do you think? We went to the show. We survived. I didn't have a hangover. I didn't have a hangover I didn't at have, all. Uh, any sunburn? I was able to drive. I was drunk during the day and sobered up into the evening. No hangover. That. No headache. Yeah. Um, I was half sick and I woke up the next day feeling better, not worse. Um, so that was pretty awesome. I honestly can say that uh, out of all the festivals I've been to, this is probably one of the most enjoyable festivals, if not the most enjoyable yeah. festival. Um, I definitely hope they do it again next year whether i get free tickets or not i would be there 100 percent. i think i probably would be too absolutely very well put together like yeah. i said other than just a couple and for the price snappers. man 50 bucks yeah. and you go in and get from uh, early uh, entry was at at noon so if you got in at noon you get four hours of free beer i mean you can just get smashed in that <laughs> amount of time the yeah, lines were not wanted, long at if all if you want to devote your four hours to that and not the music 
you can go and get tanked for the first four hours and then watch the last four or five bands, yeah. which are, like we said, the heavyweights. Yep. So that's not a bad idea. No, the organization of the, the venue was a little odd. It was a very narrow kind of strip. Um, yeah, it's on the beach. <laughs> I, I, it is. And I think they may do with what they had. I don't know what the other venues look like. Um, there's just some really weird things about the organization of it that uh, were a bit of a downer, but not enough to in any way veer me away from ever going again. Like yeah. I said, I think that was one of the best despite some of those flaws. Yeah, it yeah. was incredible. I've, I've never had a, a, a photo shoot on the beach before <laughs> or even a punk rock show. On the well, hey, if you want to come down to my place, uh, I can model some bikinis, oh, uh, bathing yeah. suits. and Put that can, up on the IG, right? For real, man. Mm. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll do a nice little beach photo shoot. I'm getting a little nauseous. We probably need to I think uh, I think you're mistaking nausea for arousal. Mm. Um, one of my favorite things, like I said earlier, No Effects, my favorite band. It's always great seeing them. Uh, and this was uh, one of, I guess uh, this is like the third time in about a year or two that I've got to shoot them. So it's always fun. Yeah. Uh, but this was the first time I actually got to see them as actual No Effects with uh, Eric Melvin there. He wasn't there last time because okay. he had a, a baby. Yeah. And the time before that, I think... Uh, Smelly wasn't there for some reason. So the last time I saw No Effects, uh, all four of them, was uh, back in high school. Back in 19, way back in 1996. 87 when they first started. How old are they? For the Heavy Petting Zoo Tour. Oh, I thought you were like 50-something. So, I I can't. I can't even. (laughs) You're just getting gray, dude. You're getting gray. That's wisdom. Oh, that's the color of wisdom. My mistake. So that was the highlight of my day, getting to see all four of them. Even nice. though I've shot them recently, uh, seeing the actual, right. the, the team yeah. all together. All yeah, you the shot Avengers. them at Music, right? Earlier yeah. this year. Yeah. And, and that one they had, uh, Melvin wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, I had somebody from Less Than Jake filling in, actually. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I love how close all of these guys are, yeah. though. It's fucking yeah. awesome. How, they just jump in. Yeah, right. sure. I can play all your songs. Right. <laughs> I don't understand it. I wish I had some sort of talent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, No Effects played pretty much all of, you know, all over the spectrum. Uh, Lori Myers sticking in my eye, some of the middle of the stuff. Uh, Man I Killed, which is always good. Yeah. Gotta love those in the political climate we're in now. Uh, Leave It Alone, Idiots Are Taking Over, which is truer and truer every day. Did they play my favorite, the song named after me, Bob? I don't think they did. Well, when did Melvin sing? I don't know. I thought Melvin sings Bob. I don't know. I was busy. Wow. I don't get to enjoy shows anymore. I saw Melvin singing something, and I could have swore it was Bob. It could have been. Next time I'll pay more attention (laughs) to that. I can't keep set lists straight in my head. I know. I know. Especially when you're doing a million things. All right. That's it. I think we've pretty much wrapped it up. Yeah. Uh, how about we close out with the closing act of the night? Uh, no effects actually opened the show with 60% and six years on dope. I'm not going to subject you to both. Bob said I got to pick, so I choose six years on dope from the new LP, First Ditch Effort. Play that shit, motherfucker. All right. I don't want to do it. Until next time, comrades, stay safe. Later.
plugged in. I want to talk about that.